This is the story of the little bull who wanted to sing, but sing in a special way. His ambition was to sing in the Bull of the Woods Quartet. Rich and mild. No, no. You must sing deeper. Rich and mild. You see, Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco is rich. It's mild, too. And your voice must express that mildness. Rich and mild. Deeper. Rich and mild. Fuller. And so the little bull worked and sang and kept singing. His voice got richer and fuller and sweet as Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco until that great day when he got his wish. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods. It's a fact, sir. Lovely filler can't be beat. Rich and mild chewing tobacco. Man, it's good chewing tobacco. Bull of the Woods chewing tobacco. Smooth and tasty chewing treat. He's the boss. Welcome to Against All Oddities, the podcast about three brothers coming to terms with the oddly true and the truthfully odd. Today at Against All Oddities, we're talking about the oddity that is modern advertising. Coincidentally, our budgetary overlords over at Dwarf Trottle Innovations is threatening to pull all of our funding if we don't ramp up production on new advertising for Dwarf Trottle Paranormal Insurance. So in order to both appease and mock those fascist wizards at Dwarf Trottle, we're inviting you, the listener, behind the scenes as we flesh out some new advertising ideas and talk about the general insanity that is contemporary marketing. Welcome to Against All Oddities. So, are we going to do some commercials today? Yeah, yeah, we can see where it goes. What if we turned the whole making the commercials into an episode? I mean, it has to be funny. You know, cause <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah, it would have to be funny, but it, just us palling around, like, making the commercials would be a good episode, and then you use the commercials for later episodes. So, um, <clears throat> Tim, I had... Uh, I was thinking five minutes before this uh, episode, I was trying to think of commercials, ideas, right? And Marianella, yeah. I don't know. They they want another Aussie one and stuff. But instead of that, I wanted to take, a, I'm going to need your help. I, I'm going to need Chris's help too on the lyrics of the song. And then maybe <laughs> we can sing it together because we're going to take an existing song. And unfortunately, the only thing, the, the only word that rhymes is a little creepy and weird but maybe we can make it maybe we can make it good but man i probably shouldn't be the one to sing it either but so here goes you ready do 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 it doesn't matter what comes flesh goes better in life with more few flesh and full of life <laughs> Nothing gets to you. Stay in flesh, staying cool. With Thorfew, flesh and full of life. Flesh goes better. Thorfew, fleshness. Flesh goes better. With Thorfew, flesh and full of life. Thorfew, the flesh maker. 
<laughs> okay, I like the idea that the flesh maker or flesh goes better is because we're not ghosts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I didn't know how to make it into ghosts. <laughs> so I was yeah, like, like you, you have the right story better. there, but you need more details to the story to make it make sense. <laughs> that's why I was like, and that's why I said I need help because I was like, ghosts aren't better, flesh is better. But I, I don't know if wait, that is better. Get... You just said it. You that just is said it. that is good. Ghosts actually. aren't like better, flesh is better. Ghosts aren't better. Flesh is something they had in life. <laughs> <We're flesh. laughs> I thought of one too, similar to that, but a different style based on a conversation I had with Alicia recently. I could sing it real quick. All right, hold on. I'm going to try to get this the first time. I haven't actually practiced out loud, so I don't know what it's going to sound like. The touch, the feel of paranormal shirts. The assurance of our life. Dorfview.com. <laughs> <laughs> the Charmin commercial guy, just look it up. Aaron Neville. He's got a tattoo on his face to distract from his giant mole on his eyebrow. And it looks like a dick. And, and, Alicia played his songs. They're not bad. He's got some, he's got some hits. <laughs> You know, because it's I'm, like Charmin. It's not like Charmin. That's cotton, dude. The fabric of our... Yeah, you're it's right. It's cotton, not Charmin. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Charmin's still it does, It doesn't matter. I mean, it's the same joke. I'll just get the cotton. It doesn't matter. Cotton. Nothing matters. It doesn't matter. This paranormal insurance will protect you in the afterlife. <coughs> Wait. Hold on. Ghosts don't matter at all. Flesh is better in life. With Dorf, you in the flesh and full of life. Ghosts don't get to you. Staying fresh, staying cool. With Dorf, you in the flesh and full of life. Flesh goes better. Dorf, you freshness. Flesh is better. With Dorf, you in the flesh and full of life. Dorfu.com, the flesh maker. That's great. I love it. No, it was great. I love it. horrible. I think there's something fucky about the syllables and that that's just hard to say. <laughs> it's. I think it. I think the. I think it's so stupid. It's perfect. Like I don't want to change anything. Yeah, it's <laughs> Watch it. Sing it again. Here's Sing it. Here's for you, you son of a gun. Number one, go to dollfew.com, and then number two, buy the paranormal insurance, Wait. and number three, accept it. The end. Why, do, why doesn't... That's a commercial. Is Nate just doing that? I don't know what I did. Here's the deal. You go to dollfew.com, you type in your name and such, and then you get your dollfew.com paranormal insurance, and it comes delivered to your house, and then you're protected from ghosts and ghouls and goblins and such. The end of the story. It's Ozzy, right? Like, I like it. Uh, or I could be like, this is Ozzy the, this is Ozzy the dog, I'm a portal collie. I get very nervous about some things, but what I don't get nervous about is ghosts and goblins and ghouls and such things as that, because I have paranormal insurance from tallfew.com. And because of that, I sleep rest assured in my dog bed. Nothing's happening to me and Mr. Whiskers. That was good. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to try the same thing, but I'm actually going to 
name the price because I don't think people realize it's only six bucks. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me. I'm trying to. This this feels like improv to me, and it's hard because I hate it improv. Is. Improv is the worst. It's the worst, but that's what we're doing. Okay, hold on. Hello. Hold on. That's too close. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need a ghost voice. Uh, here. Let me give you one, Tim. Uh, I was thinking about switching it up anyway, and then take this voice and go with it. Ready? This is Worf from Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> you should buy paranormal insurance from Dorfview.com. Okay, I'll try that one. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Mute yourself. <laughs> no, I can do Hold on, hold on. I can do that. <laughs> hold on. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> hold on. All right. Hello, I'm a ghost. I keep having problems haunting people because Dorfview.com paranormal insurance is so affordable. At $6 for a lifetime coverage, I just can't haunt anybody without the wizards kicking me out of there. Dorfview.com I feel like the flow to that was off. It was, but you were just we're just riffing, so it's okay. Try it again. Do it again. Hello, I'm a ghost, and I have problems haunting people these days. At six dollars a pop, the paranormal insurance at Dorfview.com keeps protecting everybody. I can't get into anywhere. Dorfview.com. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was like a constipated Bill Cosby. <laughs> uh, I can do that too. I, uh, all right, I got a new one. Dorfu.com. Curse you. I'm a werewolf and I have problems because every time I try to eat somebody or bite them, the wizards stop me because they got paranormal insurance coverage at Dorfu. Com. Were you howling? I was yeah. trying to. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that was the weak howl, but maybe Chris could L add a howl in there. What else do we cut? Because it's aliens. All right, here's one. I am an alien from planet. No, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. You're a robot. One. You have a great soup robot voice, right? You're a robot. <laughs> yeah, but paranormal insurance doesn't cover soup robots. God, I'm a troll under the bridge, and I'll stop you. I'll stop you from crossing my bridge. Oh, wait, you've got paranormal insurance. Please be my guest. Go across the bridge. This troll's going back under it now. Dorfview.com. That was uh, that was good. All right, hold on. I'll try one while Nate's right. All right. Hey, this is Bigfoot, and I usually like to have fun by smashing up your cabin and leaving big footprints everywhere and then convincing y'all I don't exist. But those wizards at Dorfview.com keep preventing me from having my hijinks on, y'all. I hope you don't get some paranormal insurance at Dorfview.com, or those wizards will get me good. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I just needed something because I, I I like can like lower it and add echo and like distort Wait, it. There was stuff. a. I thought there was another one. Um. I, 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 I
from last week so what was so last if, week's riddler if y'all remember yeah the last the last episode we talked about being a bad samaritan and we requested uh listeners stories of when they were a bad samaritan and we got a really good response from dana blanche so let's hear it from his perspective just before hunting season i was driving home from work at this busy intersection near my house and this very wealthy neighborhood i mean everyone here is a yuppie i don't know how i ended up here i don't fit into this neighborhood (laughs) i don't belong here but i'm here so (laughs) i was at this intersection and i saw a doe and a fawn step out the fawn jumped across the road and as the doe went to jump I yelled, like, no, no, stop! And this car smashed right into her. And it's a busy intersection. It's like, shit, she's on the ground flopping around. So I jumped out of my car, and all the traffic stopped. And, like, I'm in, like, a cut-off sleeve black metal T-shirt, like, long flowing hair, smoking a cigarette, just looking greasy and gross. And I grab her by her, her two front legs and her hindquarters, and I heave her up. She's pretty heavy. Like, I summoned this strength out of, I don't know where, and picked her up and, and got her to the side of the road, and she was still kicking. And she had blood coming out of her mouth, her mouth and she was definitely going to die. And this other dude had got out of the car, uh, like a truck, and the dude that hit her was, like, crying. He had kids in the car. And I looked at the guy. I was like, hey, do you have a knife? Because I left my knife in the car. And he was like, yeah, why? And I was like, give me your knife. He goes, okay, so he gave me his knife, this, like, shitty Gerber, and I put my, my my knee on her front shoulder and grabbed her by the ears with my left hand and pulled her head back and took the knife, and everyone saw, and they're like, oh, shit. And everyone's like, don't do it, don't do it. Call a vet, call a vet. So I looked around, I was like, are you fucking crazy? Do you want this deer to suffer any longer? Then shut up. And, like, everyone had cameras out when they were watching me. So I took this dude's dull ass knife and just stuck it into her throat and cut as hard as I could until I, you know, basically it was like near the back of the neck to the front of the throat. I cut it out and she was bleeding everywhere. So everyone was freaking out, like going crazy. The guy with the knife was like, give my knife back. I I have to go. And he would storm off like, oh, he was so beside himself. And a cop showed up. And, you know, everyone started moving around. Everyone was, like, staring at me like I was some monster. And so I lit another cigarette covered in blood. The cop was like, I need to talk to you. It's like, oh, God. I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, did you cut that deer's throat? Yeah, I had to. The deer was suffering, you know. Like, it was it was awful. I'm not going to let a deer suffer. You know, I'm a hunter. That's, that's what you do if you shoot a deer wrong and it's laying on the ground. You go cut its throat. Or you stick it behind the shoulder and the lungs cop was like wow like holy shit. i couldn't have done that i was like yeah 
I was like, oh, you know, you gotta do, do what you gotta do, you know? And uh, he was like, well, do you want it? It's like, hell yeah, I want this thing. <laughs> like, let me call my wife. So I called Georgia up. It's like, hey, I just had to kill this deer with a knife. Uh, the cops said I could take it home with me. I'm gonna throw it in the back of the car and I'll bring it home and gut it. She's like, you're not gonna throw a deer in the back of your little Corolla? <laughs> you're gonna get flooded. Added on speakerphone, the cop goes, I have a body bag. What? <laughs> I have a body bag. Do you want it? Do you want to put the deer in the body bag? And George is yelling, absolutely not. Tell that cop to shut the f up. The cop was like, oh, shit. So, well, you know, we got this guy we can call. He'll butcher it up and uh, they'll donate it to the homeless shelter. It's like, yeah, man, that sounds good, you know? Like, whatever. And, you know, we're, we're shooting this shit still. And I look around and there's still people parked looking at me and videotaping, like, he's a murderer, he's a killer, you're getting canceled. <laughs> People telling me I was getting canceled getting for putting this canceled. deer out of misery <laughs> in the middle of South Portland, like, in, like, a million-dollar home surrounding me. It was, it was a Blanche moment, for sure. Like, that was as Blanche as Blanche gets, you know what I mean? Um, well, not quite as Blanche as Blanche gets, but pretty close. So, yeah, uh, went to take care of this deer, and instead, I've murdered it in front of a bunch of ch children and rich people, and it made everyone upset. <laughs> okay, that's one of my new favorite stories. That one's really good. That one's really good. <laughs> it is <laughs> like how the cop was going to give him a body bag. Plants can get, but that, that was, was a that was a perfect bad Samaritan story. I mean, thanks, yeah. Dana. That yeah. one needs to make it. That one. That one's good. I that's that is awesome. I really like that one. Yeah, no, that was a good one. One because it's not about him having sex with somebody's mom. <laughs> Which and was I the could other just, story. That I could was totally, the other story. I could totally picture him in one of his shirts, just elbow to hand, like like all the way up to his elbows, just covered in blood. And, and everybody's taking a picture, like yelling at him, like, "Yeah, you're gonna get canceled." And there's like kids in a minivan just screaming. <laughs> I feel like he definitely had a cigarette in his mouth the whole time. You have to. Yeah, I picture like kind of a scene from Mandy, but with a deer and a cop, and everything's uh, cordial. No, I was thinking uh, me, myself, and Irene with the cow, but it's <laughs> <laughs> Dana with the knife. <laughs> Somebody else's like, knife. Can I see that Gerber? A Gerber is like a leather man, right? Like so, the, yeah. it's like a. Swiss Army knife. He pulls out a little knife out of the Gerber tool with uh, like seventeen other tools in it. And he's like, "That's dull." And he's sitting there hacking this poor deer's head off. Uh, it was like <laughs> the can opener or something. <laughs> exactly. Splurting <laughs> blood everywhere. But I, I like how they're yelling, "You're getting canceled." Oh, I wish how how come like, he didn't take the cop's body bag? That would have been perfect. I would oh my sure, god, like sure I would love it. to have a cop's body bag just as like a thing. <laughs> and then he gets pulled over. Like he would get pulled over for speeding something or something after that, and in the back of a Toyota Corolla, like, what's in that body bag? And they see a body bag with like blood dripping out of it on the floorboards. He just says like, How did Dana get shot by the police again? <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, no, it, it would have been awesome if Dana was like, "Yeah, I'll take the body bag," and he keeps the body bag folded and new, puts it in his trunk, <laughs> and then tosses the deer in the back seat and drives. 
We want to mess up a perfectly good body bag. I know. It's like, thanks for the body bag, man. And then he just doesn't use it. <laughs> yeah, he just takes it. <laughs> I believe our Riddler, uh, just to confirm, is that anyone who has a jingle that will help us sell um, paranormal insurance, um, you should... Uh, email us a recording of you singing that jingle and or um, it doesn't have to really, be Mentos themed either just any jingle that's paranormal insurance related would be good anything yeah email it to wizard at dwarfu.com you can tweet it to AAO podcast at however you do that on twitter because I'm not good at that <laughs> Or at Dorfu on Instagram, which is checked probably weekly sometimes. If you want to get fancy with your transition between our topics, star swipe with animation. <laughs> it's not star swipe, it's star wipe. <laughs> it's a, Chris is wrong. You can, star, you can star wipe my ass. It is star swipe. <laughs> Swiping all night. So what is it about these? Why do we keep going back to Mentos? Is it just like, did we talk about that? Is it just the perfect commercial? I don't think that we're that bad. We're that bad that you like, what do I remember from a, what's the worst jingle I've ever heard? <laughs> you know, and then it goes, you know, there. what's disappointing is at that same time that I uh, got the Mentos commercial and most Ninja Turtle cartoon episodes ingrained into my brain. There were also adults trying to teach me like fractions uh, I like the 80s commercial. It was probably early 90s where it was like, do you like diarrhea in the land before time, puppets? <laughs> Come on down to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Get your parents to give us $20. And the thing is about commercials is commercials are ridiculous. Like commercials are an actual oddity. Like uh, we should talk about our relationship to them. Like commercials, you're saying television commercials, Any or type just advertising. like marketing yeah. in general? And... Well, no, I will brands marketing. I think it's a little different type of. I mean, it is technically advertising, but I think there's a lot of different types of commercials out there. So, and my question, I guess, Chris, is would it count? Like, so right now I'm talking to you, and my iPhone is sitting on the chair next to me. And it's listening to us. How do we? And if we talk about uh, having a head cold, I'm going to get a Mucinex ad. Or if we talk about how hungry we are, there's going to be a Kit Kat ad if I open up any social media thing, right? Yeah. Like it almost immediately. The other day, I, w I wasn't even. I talked about something like Mary passed me by talking at you. I don't know what, like home equity line of credit or like <laughs> refinancing the house. And, like I was scrolling on instagram and that, that was like the like one slide up i was like how are they doing this so how does uh dwarf trottle uh paranormal <laughs> insurance get on that kick where somebody goes <laughs> I, I think i saw a ghost and they're on facebook paranormal insurance scrolls right in front of their face how do we do that i know well it might it might i don't know i mean i just whenever i think of commercials um i just think about how 
the whole world kind of goes around on commercial money, but like commercials don't work for me. Uh, I mean, and I was trying to think of commercials that do work. So even if I was happen to be like talking about Mucinex with Meredith, and then I see like nine Mucinex commercials, I will make a point to not buy that Mucinex, right? Like I'm mad at how they delivered their, their pinpoint accurate message to me or like, you know, Gmail offering something that I, randomly googled or something this you know like i think our demographic our, our age group or you know a little younger for me anyway uh knows how to target the millennial generation xers out there into doing stuff and my favorite commercials i don't know what they sell but i i think it's insurance or something the mayhem guy i really sure. like that and I really liked the, the the episode where you see him in somebody's attic, and he was like, "Oh, what's this pink stuff? I think I'm gonna have my babies in it." So, <laughs> if so, mayhem guy. Yeah, but there's a difference between liking it and wanting to purchase that product. I I guess it's insurance. You don't, but I'm not it sure. It is, what but you're not I'm even selling. sure which one. It is. <laughs> but well, if I saw him, so I would be like. Question. Here's my question for you: Is Name a commercial that has worked for you um, and one that like you, you can't like for me, I think the one though, I, I think commercials are a joke, especially things like car commercials and stuff like that. Oh, car was on my list of things that don't work, but I, right. But the one thing that always works pizza commercials <laughs> like oh, it's nice. the only thing that ever like i'm like you know what i do want pizza right now and you know i might even like take this like the domino's pizza like why not domino's pizza's uh pretty on point these days it's gotten a little better um, yeah but you could just tell me pizza i think that's generic though like except for tim likes uh totino's yeah, but yeah, they're good. They're little. How about the Totino that. commercial? Has that ever inspired you to be like, "Oh man, I, need uh, I would not want no." Well, yeah. <laughs> if I saw, it. how do they make it look good? Like spray painted or no? It's like... entirely CG. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't put lipstick it's, on that pig. Either it's like... burned or it's uh, ice cold in the middle, and there's no way to. Uh, the bottom is blackened. The middle is ice, a solid piece of ice. And like the outer cheese pizzas are melted, kind of, or turning brown on top. Definitely and then the solid white chunks in the middle. And also, the, the good pizza rolls are the ones that let out a little groan when you bite into them. And you bite them and they go, ugh. <laughs> Those are pizza rolls. Pizza rolls and a Totino's flat pizza are two different things. Yeah, the, the lack of the pizza soul is escaping. Just whatever that void is goes, ugh, <laughs> every time where, you bite it. That's where Icy Hot comes from. They were inspired by the Totino roll. Like, it's both scalding hot and ice cold at the same time. Uh, so on, on the pizza side of things, I'll tell you one commercial or type of commercial that does work for me that makes me, like, want... There's, there's two. Uh... Anything that has a song and it's related to food, I remember it and I kind of like it. Like uh, uh, Bagel Bites. Pizza oh, yeah. in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza anytime. Like that worked. And I, I would mm. buy them just to sing the song. I was like, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> you weren't buying and being like, I guess I could eat this now. <laughs> when's the last time yeah, you exactly. pizza bagel? Yeah, when's the last time you bought a pizza bagel? When was that the, the last time I heard the song? I, you know, 
15 years ago. So you stopped <laughs> buying pizza bagels because they stopped airing Mom pizza bagels. Mom stopped buying pizza bagels, and that's the last time you had one. But you know, I really never bought a pizza bagel as like an adult, I don't think. <laughs> no, I don't no, think I, I did either. Oh, that's true. But see, I moved out of the house at 18, and then there's that year I moved back into the house when <laughs> I was 23. And you know what was again, funny yeah. is Mom didn't really know I guess what to do so she picked up right where she left off and she was like hey there's some pizza bagels in the freezer <laughs> and toaster strudels oh man I'd love toaster strudels yeah <laughs> Yeah, I like, no, I like how we, we we had a battle where not like an it was like a cold war, not a real battle where you would use more than one icing packet on your toaster <laughs> strudel. And I'm gonna have a toaster strudel and be like, "There's no more icing packet." There's and never had, any like, icing. Three icing. You know what was funny though is after that, I stopped using the icing packets. I realized they they were better without. So you would just eat the icing packets separately. Uh. I'm not because you should I yes I have but no I wouldn't <laughs> um okay so on the same line of things uh hot pockets pizza hot pockets hot pockets which is they, enough of a song that it's a hook it got me you start buying them you still buy hot pockets because uh, that's just it, a has, big it has been problem. more recent I've had a hot pocket more recent than any of those other things. I mean, I currently have half a bag of Totina's pizza rolls in my freezer right now. Uh, no, okay, pizza rolls I still buy on a on a quasi. Yeah, me too. Right. You know, the secret to those is, I guess Nate would say air fryer, but I would say you actually microwave them for two minutes, then put them in the toaster oven. Yeah, it streamlines it so you don't have to wait like six hours. That's what I do with all <laughs> old pizza. Everything does that process. The microwave. <laughs> the... Okay. You're and talking that, about jingles, though. By the way, just to say, because yes. it's we're we're kind of we are talking about yeah. Because we we make uh, radio, I guess, or podcast, or somebody does for those awesome dorkview.com ads. Uh, no, uh, we make them, Nate. That's I think it, open, I think they, I think it's not the open that we make them, but it's because the wizards make us make them, right? There, like, there's an unspoken, like telepathic request to make those jingles. Yeah. Uh, you know, you guys have been outside of Richmond for a long time, right? Both of you, years and yeah. years, decades. Uh, sing me the AG's bicycle. Jingle. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know if I, I don't know. I don't know. The, I the don't only know if I've ever Richmond heard. thing or yeah, I don't, it's I've never heard. A solid Richmond thing. It gets stuck in your head like nothing else. AG's bicycles bringing the best in you. Two, two, two. Or something like that. News to me. Well, I, uh, I didn't really have a TV so much in Richmond. It wasn't. A, it's not on TV. It's on the radio. Maybe that was me mopping the floor at Stuffy's yeah. and just hearing it over and over and over again in between uh, uh, White ninety eight songs. The only uh, um, the only Richmond commercial I remember is my city. It's your city. It's shoe city. <laughs> I don't know that one. I don't know that one. It was for Shoe City, and this little girl would sing that and dance. Nice, nice. I, I have a favorite commercial of all time, and it was kind of effective for a while, and I'm sure you remember it. Which one? The Nutrigrain commercial, where the guy <laughs> has clarity when he eats one, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is great." <laughs> <laughs> and he quits and like punches a guy in the stomach or something, or gets punched in the stomach, and he goes, like, 
great. And then he's like, hey, Susan, you want to get married and have babies? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, a million, I remember that. 500 babies. And she starts shoving post-it notes <laughs> in her shirt or whatever. Yeah, that one was awesome. Yeah. That worked because I wanted, me and my friends would have a Nutrigrain bar and just relive that commercial. We'd take the bites of it and be like, I feel great. What about uh, Spud McKenzie? You know, like, as a commercial oddity, Spud is like quintessential. He's a weird dog. He's I'm into a party dog as a spokesman. Well, that's, that's just a good it. Spokesman. Someone came up with the concept of party dog. <laughs> I think that's a really, like, special thing. Like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, like, you had the cat he, that they watched the, who was the big fat orange cat? Garfield. Like the Friskies one? Garfield. Oh, oh Morris the Morris. cat. Oh, Morris. Yeah, Morris. You know, maybe yeah, there's Budweiser a guy was like. Morris and Spuds. Yeah, that <laughs> but cooler. Beer is cool. I got this weird ass dog. Well, that's I like. Think, I feel like Spud McKenzie was already Spud McKenzie, and they just turned Spud McKenzie into a commercial. They're like, "Have you, Boy, hey bro, man. have you seen my like badass dog? He wears a Hawaiian shirt and drinks beer, and he's like a weird looking terrier." Um, and then he's like, "Man, that will sell beer." And then it, I mean, it was before I could buy beer, so I, I don't know if it would have worked. But I, mean, I guess it did. It's, I think that was a successful campaign. The better campaign was the most interesting man in the world for beer. That was my favorite. And I love those uh, commercials mm-hmm. so much. You know, we're... I, the only thing I like about the commercial is when he says, I don't normally drink beer, but when I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what about this, guys? What if we make dispensers for the paranormal insurance cards and we put them... In rest gas station restrooms next to the condom and the uh, like in bathrooms, machines. yeah, like yeah. in a sheets bathroom. Yeah, it's and like I've got six dollars. Do I buy the French tickler or do I buy the <laughs> cologne or do <laughs> what I buy restrooms? Are you going into? <laughs> but that you, we could do individual policies like fifty cents per, but it's only werewolf insurance and it doesn't <laughs> yeah. cover. It's not well, comprehensive. It's, you could get it each one. It depends on what knob you pull, right? And like, for 50 cents, you're only going to get like six months worth of coverage. Or a one-time use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One-time use. use. Why? Oh, my God. We could have paranormal insurance tokens <laughs> where you just like, look, I don't want to invest in a full $6 policy. However, I do have 50 cents, and I'm a little curious about uh, how to tell my great-grandmother to leave me alone at night. I like how there'd <laughs> be two coins in exchange for one coin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great business model. That's the triangle shape we need for a successful business. If this was a commercials episode, did you guys learn anything? Other than that, we can't sing because that's what I. Uh, no, I learned that we can all sing amazing, but we're really bad at timing. <laughs> I can't sing amazing. I'm a horrible singer. I've tried so hard in my life, and it's never. I can't happen. sing. It's not going to happen. Oh, uh, I, I thought we had quite the pleasant aria of Mentos-themed paranormal insurance. I mean, you guys no, actually did all right. I have an okay ear, and I know that my I can't my body can only produce three notes, and they don't necessarily go together. I also, uh, yeah, that's true. That's a good way to phrase it. But um, another thing I learned is that while improv is not something that I I can claim to enjoy, having attempted it a couple times today is really hard. So <laughs> I I respect people that 
choose to pursue that. I don't respect them. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you learn, Nate, that you don't respect improv? Yeah. I learned I, I still Nate learning improv. still doesn't like improv. <laughs> Years. And I still don't like improv. <laughs>